I'm Drew Holmes. When I started learning to make music, I thought that the only way to have a career in the industry was as a performer. I could not have been more wrong. In more than 25 years in the music business, I've done many non-performing jobs from orchestra librarian to music store owner. But my experience is just the tip of the iceberg. I'm on a mission to explore the exciting and necessary jobs that make performances possible. Come with me as we go beyond the stage. Before we begin this episode, I wanted to provide some context for the conversation you're about to hear. This was a mostly spontaneous conversation between myself and Sean Marquis, who is the band teacher at Frontier Academy in Greeley, Colorado. And this was at the Colorado Bandmasters Association conference at Lakewood High School and recorded in the cafeteria while lunch was going on. And Sean came over to our booth for a demonstration of our podcasting, vlogging, live streaming rig. And I just started asking him some questions and let the conversation go where it would and I think it went in a really great direction. This was recorded July 16, 2021 and this was the first in-person event that we've had here in Colorado in about a year and a half and people were tentative but excited to be back and seeing people again and I, I really think that this captures the moment and the spirit and where everyone's head is at with uh, heading back to school here in a few more weeks and the current situation of the world so I'm really Really excited to be uh, presenting this content to you, and uh, I hope you enjoy the conversation. What are the challenges that you've been facing this last year with trying to teach through a, you know, a pandemic? It, oh, it's it's a uh, it was unique challenge, just unlike any other challenge I've ever faced yeah. in my life. Um, obviously, you know, for obvious reasons, and I think we can say that about most folks. Um, to me, what was really tough was the kids need to play together. Yeah, you know, it's together is what it's all about, and um, Zoom is not really together. It's 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 better than everybody just being cast adrift on their own. Right. But you know, trying to make music together with uh, sound delay and the incredible disparity of of uh, home technology amongst all the different kids. Right. Just it just took a um, um, you know in a culture that already has some um, some natural inequalities happening. It just it just exacerbated that massively you know and so the kids that um that struggled with internet lag we use yeah. smart we use smart music sure. all, the, all the way through the year you know in order to give them the ability to, to play with other musicians um even though they were you know electronically recorded musicians but at least they had other people to play with and so so there was an illusion of together yeah that was going on there but but the truth is, is that is that internet lag and uh, whatever you know bugs were in the in the software in their own home hardware, just there were some kids that could make great use of that, and there were other kids that couldn't, and they just got left behind. And um, I think that that was probably the most painful and um, heartrending thing about everything I tried to do over the last three semesters. Yeah. And, and where you teach in, in Greeley, there's definitely socioeconomic disparity Absolutely. Uh, just across the board. Across so that, the board. And that's, that's a huge uh, challenge to overcome. And um, I don't know what the answers are, uh, but I think we're starting to ask those questions considering how much of a light has gotten shed on just that. Yep. Yeah, we weren't ready for this. No. You know? I mean, um, the whole world wasn't ready for this, and Mother Nature kind of took a bat to all of our systems. And um, taught us a little bit of a lesson that uh, you know we need to be more responsible in different conversation, but we also need to be ready. Yeah. And and we weren't. And it just you know everybody tried their best, but oh, yeah. it was it was just hard as heck to to try to get any kind of real 
music performance experience and the magic that comes out of doing that, it just it just fizzled. It just wasn't there. And my take on it is that there's going to be a greater appreciation for music, music making, uh, you know, doing stuff as an ensemble, a group, a team, whatever like mm-hmm. that. Are you seeing anything like that or getting any word on the street? Um, I think... Um, I think that um, I feel that the the feedback from the parents I think is is where I heard uh-huh. that coming from, and generally the parents uh, my hat is off to them. Um, they endured this with a lot more grace than I had any right to expect. Yeah, Espe- even it, not just even but also especially the parents of those kids that were more disadvantaged, and um, you know so trying to come up with ways to, to compensate for that was really really difficult. But that, the, the feedback was that we understand how hard this is. We understand that this is an impossible situation. You know, we appreciate that you're working hard and trying to take care of our kids. Thank you. Thank you. We'll get through this. Um, and while I feel very grateful for that, I also don't feel worthy of that. Yeah. Because if there's anybody in the world that needed to find a way to be prepared for this, it's the education professional. And they needed us to, to be able to have an answer, and we just didn't have it. So, And I think we're still, I mean, was 18 months later, coming up with those answers. Yeah, agreed. I mean, there's just, there, these are questions that would have been asked and answered over a decade. Right. That, that, and that's kind of, from the technological side of it, I think that we've reached a point with how we approach work, how we approach meeting and you know, interacting that was coming. I don't think it was coming this severely this quickly. And it, it wasn't going to be a reactionary thing. I think that, you know, video conferencing, for example, was going to start becoming more and more of a thing. But, I mean, mm-hmm. it's it's not mainstream. It's required. So, I, I that if any good has come out of all mm-hmm. of this, I think it's that it's advanced how we approach work and, mm-hmm. and that side of, kind of stuff. But I think it's also really exposed where the deficiencies are in uh, trying to do this stuff as a remote thing. You know, mm-hmm. What stuff can be done that way and what stuff shouldn't be done that way. I've maintained for a lot of years that good education is expensive and you better be willing yeah. to invest. Well, we just got a hard lesson in that. Yeah. We just got a hard, hard lesson in that. Um, good education is really expensive. But it's also, in my view, and of course I'm definitely guilty of any bias that um, that you may think, um, but I believe that education is the most important institution in our country and in the world. And, and if we, you know, everything that we do in terms of problem solving, when we have massive problems that need to be solved over coming generations, are all going to come, are going to, the seeds are going to be planted in, in education. And so we darn well better be investing in it. And um, the fact that we got caught with our pants down being able to deal with um, a pandemic that forced us to not be able to be together, we, it, it renews an understanding of how important together is. Let's take a quick time out to hear from our sponsors. Beyond the Stage is proudly sponsored by Boomer Music Company, Northern Colorado's band and orchestra experts since 1976. If you need instrument rentals, repairs, sheet music, or accessories, Boomer Music has you covered. Come to our Fort Collins showroom or visit us online at www.boomermusiccompany.com. Thepodcastingstore.com is your one-stop shop for all things podcasting and remote learning and a proud sponsor of Beyond the Stage. Whether you're a novice remote teacher or a veteran podcaster, we have the gear and the knowledge to take your content to the next level to better engage your audience. 
check us out at www.thepodcastingstore.com and see what solutions we have for you. Now, let's continue our journey beyond the stage. Cutting corners is not the way to invest in education, even though that tends to be the, the necessary world that administrators live in, is that they've only got X amount of resources that they can spend. Um, well, you know, we have, we have to rethink how, we have to rethink that now. And, and I think the two thoughts. First one, you, know, you don't realize how important air is until you're drowning. Yes, you know, exactly. So you don't realize how important this kind of interaction and coming together is until not only are you not doing it, but you can't do it. Right. Um, but then um, the other thought is with you know allocation of resources, um, you, you see this in uh, the medical profession that uh, length of life is easy to measure. Quality of life is really hard. Mm. So it's, it's the same thing when you're allocating school resources. You can test math. You know, you can test reading comprehension, mm. but yeah, how do you measure you know something uh, as wonderful and human as music? Mm. And uh, being a music educator, and, and that's the challenge is conveying the value of you know these activities mm. to people who don't necessarily participate in them or have a background in them. But I think having had it removed so abruptly and completely, I, I think it's a lot easier to show now. Yeah. Well, Colonel Palmertier said something yesterday that I thought was um, uh, was uh, enlightening to me. Um, and of course, he comes from being an army officer yeah. and uh, with a tremendous amount of command experience and, and uh, in, in a place where accountability is as high as any other place you'll ever find in the world, which is the U.S. Army. Yeah. Even in the banfield, maybe especially the banfield in some ways. And um, he said that what doesn't get measured doesn't get done. Yep. And... So the fact that we didn't have, you know, um, a clear way to measure, you know, what music education, which, by the way, I, I, I get that. And, and I, I don't even really have a problem with the fact that it's very hard to measure, certainly not in, in um, you know, metrics like, you know, yeah. hard, um, you know, basic metrics, fundamental metrics are just very, very hard to, to, to quantify the value of a music ed program. Oh, yeah. So when I talk about the value of a music ed program, then I go off on a rant that lasts an hour or more about, <laughs> about you know, basic skills and then life skills and then, and then the pinnacle of it being about creating, being able to create beauty out of whole cloth and then, and then having that part of your life is that worth something to invest. Um, that's like the most abridged version of that discussion <laughs> I've ever done. And um, well, it's like the Mr. Holland's you opus. You know, you, you keep cutting things and cutting things, and pretty soon these kids won't have anything to read and write about. Yes, precisely, precisely. And uh, but on the other hand, I've I've had some, you know, because the, <laughs> the universe is a vast place, you know, and it's it's uh, there's there's a lot of stuff going on, and we'll never understand all of it. But one of the one somewhat measurable outcome is that um, you know right now one of the one of the reasons why I'm sitting here talking to you you know and being able to be part of this incredible professional organization is because I got hired by a guy that I taught. Yeah. Now there's a measurable, you know, and sure. that was all through music ed, and um, and he, he he went to college for music ed, found his calling as a as a special ed uh, teacher. And then found his calling as an administrator, and then he had a job opening, and you know, so it's like the the fact that I invested in him, you know, twenty some odd years ago, ends up creating my life situation now. 
Right. That's not, it's not measurable in real, you know, in, in, you know, nanometers, but it's pretty darn measurable in the quality of my life. Yeah. It's well, the same conversation. And, and that's, that's the nature of education is mm. that you don't know what is going to make all the difference. Right. And but, you don't, and you don't know. That's, it, that's, that's what's crazy about it. You just don't know something you thought that was going to be trivial and yeah. meaningless and, and dismissed. Yeah. It all of a sudden becomes the most important thing. Yeah. You know, the unintended consequences, I think, I think, uh, often have far more impact than the intended consequences, the things that we do. And I think that that's just an example of that. So why music ed? Because of all of that. Yeah. You and know? that's why I say it's like the, the most human thing that you could mm -hmm. study. I mean, you know, music and then, you know, the visual arts and, and things like that. I mean, it's, it's all about who we are mm -hmm. and that's not to discount, you know, read and write and arithmetic, but this is this transcends all of that it joins all of that together it joins all of that it joins all of that and, and what you know I mean my, my approach as a teacher I've, I've always tried to be is is that I'm not just teaching you skills Percy Granger went off on a famous rant about about how he detested and despised skill as a, as a goal you know the worship of skill amongst musicians and um, you know my, my look at that is that if, if all you're doing is teaching skills then you're not really teaching the heart of what we do what we're teaching is being human and and teaching an understanding of ourselves and teaching they to be able to to step up and be expressive and also to, to, to face down the challenges of being a performer and that the way that those skills will, will absolutely filter into every single other area that you pursue yeah so whether or not you become a professional in my program is just not even something I remotely even care about not until you come to me as my student and say all right I want to take it to the next level okay then I care a lot yeah but up until that point my goal is not to turn out you know monstrous players my goal is to is to get people to understand themselves and understand the world that they live in understand what it takes to overcome we can get that going on and the only way that happens is together Every, every human endeavor that's, that's worth mentioning happened together. Nobody makes it alone. And the pandemic taught us that because it forced us to be alone, and we did not like that. <laughs> no, definitely this not. This guy did not like that um, at all. I do not function well by myself. Well, and I live in uh, Loveland, you know, Thompson School District, and everything's going to be opened back up as normal um, you know, uh, just in a couple of weeks here. That's our plan as well. I, I, I figured as much, knowing that Weld County is a little more forgiving for uh, regulation yep. and all that. So that that's great news. Yep. Um, and you know, here's hoping that uh, we don't have to revert back to the way things were, but we can move but, forward to the way we things. We better be ready. Yeah, well... Hopefully there are plans. Uh, you know, it, 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 that was you know, the biggest issue was that I think everyone, when it all started, was hoping it wouldn't be a big deal. It was a big deal. Oh, I remember I had that that massive case of naivete myself. You know, yeah. <laughs> a, a potentially fatal case of naivete, thinking that oh well, you know, a couple of weeks from now we'll be back. We'll still have our concert in May. Yeah. Man, oh man, was I wrong about that? Yeah. For, for me, I remember in the news, I'm like, oh, they canceled South by Southwest. Man, that's an overreaction. No, yeah, it, it, it was oh, the overreaction backlash. Yeah. Oh Lord, because yeah. oh, that man. was the first big thing that got canceled. Then it just felt like dominoes right after yeah. that, and then yeah. uh, you know, and here we are now. I mean, we're we're here at you know Lakewood High School, and this is the first big in-person thing that's mm -hmm. happened um, since. Have you have you sensed the energy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're really glad to see each other. Yeah, pe people. You know? just, yeah, it, it's it's been awesome just to be in and around and experiencing uh, mm. all of that again because uh, yeah. it's 
again, it's air. You don't realize it until you don't have it. That's right. That's, that's a, that is a perfect way to describe it. I'm going to steal that if you don't mind. <laughs> Please do. Well, Sean, I'm not going to take up any more of your time. Thank you so much for, for taking the time to chat. And I really appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, thanks for your, uh, for your uh, you know, insightful questions, too. Yeah. I mean, it, it matters. What we do here matters. And um, I'm just really thrilled to be back, back on my feet again and, and um, building something, getting some momentum going forward. Yeah, most definitely. Thank you for listening to Beyond the Stage. If you have ideas for future episodes or work in a non-performing role in the music industry and would like to tell your story, please contact me at drew at boomermusiccompany.com. I'm Drew Holmes. Thank you for listening as we explore careers in music beyond the stage.